back to Bigger Than the Score with Peter Ferguson from Lincoln Public Schools on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Wish Harrison the best. I know Harrison's out a little bit sick today, and so um, he's under the weather. So um, just kind of wish him the best on not being here today. But been great uh, filling in, kind of caught up a little bit. And, again, I always kind of screw it up. So, how you know, if people want to get in touch with us, how do they do that to this yeah, day? Absolutely. The Honda Lincoln Hotline or the Sarder Heyman text line at 402-464-5685. And, and we are always streaming on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. So you can drop your comments on any of those and, uh, and get in touch with the show. Fantastic. Well, hey, we're going to go ahead and kick it off. Like I said, I kind of did a brief intro, but got two young ladies here who are just absolutely like phenomenal. They're here. They're smiling. Before I was like, are you awake? So we gave them that 15 minutes, that jolt of coffee, but they're going to be the best caffeine that you have all morning. So welcome, Addison. Tilly, how are you guys doing this morning? good all right all right yeah good awake okay they're they're awake ready to go well hey let's just start off right off the bat you know I kind of gave a brief intro of you Tilly both of you are freshmen or first year scholar you know first year scholars at your respective high schools and have known you in different capacities but tell the audience a little bit about um, who you are where you've gone to school have you always grown up in Lincoln Tilly we'll start with you uh, well, I grew up in Lincoln. I started off with preschool at Faith Lutheran, and okay. then I went to elementary at KO, and then middle school for Mickle. I played basketball there, and then, yeah, that's when I started trap. Just kind of started then, but now I'm going to Northeast, and I think it's great there, playing basketball and then trap still, and yeah. Okay, and we're going to get into the trap a little bit later. For those of us that like on the other end, we might think it's that trap music right there, you know, on those remixes and everything. So you're going to have to explain the trap for some of us who that is, but we're going to ask you about that in a quick minute. Addison, how about you? Um, I grew up here in Lincoln. Um, I personally don't know what preschool I remember what preschool I went to, but okay. I went to Beatty Elementary, and then that fed into Irving Middle School, and now I'm at Southeast. Awesome, awesome, and and who's who's your family? I know you got a, uh, an individual here with you, but who's your family that you want to give a quick shout out to? Um, my mom, Katie Olds, and then my sister Catrice. They've always been so supportive and loving of me. And then my grandparents, Mary Jo's, here with me today, and my grandpa Skip Olds. Awesome, awesome, and gotta say, Katie, Katie's also she's uh, Miss Miss Olds for those scholars that are listening. Don't be walking <laughs> in the room tomorrow and be like, "Hi, Katie, uh, you yeah, may you may lose your life right after spring break." <laughs> yeah. uh, but she is an educator as well at Goodrich. Yes, Goodrich. That's awesome. And Tilly, tell us a little bit about your family. Um, definitely want to shout out my mom and dad who okay. are here with me today, Monica and Scott Ash. They're always transporting me places and just being supportive. And then. All my grandparents, uh, Janelle and um, Steve Harmony, they're my moms. And then uh, Deidre and Tom Ash, my dads. Awesome. And, and Miss Ash, as I know your mom is an educator as well, so <laughs> we don't want those little elementary school kids coming in and being like, hey, Monica, I heard you on the radio yesterday. So, so no, thanks to her for everything that she does. And so, so tell us a little bit. So we'll start with you, Tilly. You talked about just um, some of the things you're involved in. And so, like, how did that come to be? Uh, you know, did that, you know, did your interest in sports, you know, preschool, when did you kind of be like, hey, 
okay. Um, I'm kind of interested in athletics in some, you know, form or fashion. Uh, well, to start off with basketball, it's always been an influence in my life. I started playing in third grade just because my brother had played, both of my parents had played. It's just something I grew up with, and I've continued playing basketball until now. But with trap, it's a little bit different. I never even shot a gun except for once down at my grandparents' farm um, when I was like eight, but I hadn't thought anything of it until sixth grade. My dad brought up, he's like, oh, do you want to go do this try it day for trap? I had no idea what it was, decided to do it. Um, the try it day itself, I had a migraine the entire day, Oh wow! but I kept on, <laughs> like I had fun, I wanted to do it, and I've just done it up until now. So explain, for those that aren't familiar with trap, because you know, a lot of people here, okay, gun, shoot, migraine, like, <laughs> it doesn't seem like something that really aligns and comes together, but what is trap for those that may not be as familiar with it? Okay, well, trap, it's, you shoot shotguns, basically, at these little clay targets that are thrown out of a box, basically, okay. and it's a team sport, but you shoot, like, individually, you can win awards for yourself and for your team, it's just however well you shoot, um... Yeah, however much you hit, it's how you score. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. And like I said, you do that in all sorts of weather. Is it indoor, oh, yeah. outdoor? We've canceled practice for cold and for a lot of snow, but normally we shoot in snow, we shoot in cold. Meets wow. practically never get canceled. We shoot in snow, rain, wind, all of it. Okay, okay. And Addison, tell us about kind of your adventure. How did you become interested in sports and um like, who kind of was the catalyst to be like, okay, this is something I'm going to do? Um, growing in a very athletic family, I was prone to start sports <laughs> one year. So I kind of started in – I kind of started basketball in <clears throat> third grade. Um, I played many different sports. I was in swimming, oh. softball, volleyball. Um, but during middle school, I kind of um, mirrored it down to two to three sports and – so right now I'm currently doing soccer, track, and basketball. But unfortunately, last year in May, I <clears throat> had it, got my injury. I tore my ACL meniscus. So I've been out since then. Um, and now I'm just starting to get back up into school track to kind of strengthen my leg for basketball this summer and my future sports too. So tell us a little bit uh, just a, about – that process i mean we talked a little bit earlier before the break about like going into you know you probably at sixth seventh grade like okay when i go into high school this is what's going to mm -hmm. look like this that and the other um i don't want you to relive everything but you know when how did that occur like how did that kind of change your trajectory but also ended up becoming maybe an asset mm -hmm. um to you as you went into your ninth grade year yeah so i was going in for a shot and then i like my leg was planted and my body got hit from the side and so then I just fell to the ground and at first everybody me and my mom thought it was like just I just so just dislocated my knee but it ended up being my um, ACL meniscus and so at first it was like I was kind of like glad I got a little break because I didn't think I was going to be out for this long like they said six to nine months like is the top like recovery right, right. And so I was like, I was kind of happy, like doing, having practices every day for, for my three sports was, could be, can be a lot for just an eighth graders plate. So, 
I got a little break, but then, like, as I watched everybody, um, like, thrive in my sports and, like, my teams going everywhere for basketball, track, I just kind of felt like, you know, like, just a little alone and lonely, but um, I know that my two of, three of my soccer teammates, Annie, Kendall, and Chloe, um, they made sure that I was, um, felt included and would bring me, like, souvenirs from basketball tournaments and just, like, made me feel really part of the team still. Yeah, no, and that, I think that's going a lot of ways because we've had individuals in here talk about, like, the success, but we also, you know, it's important for those understanding, like, what does that challenge look like? And I can only imagine, you know, going into ninth grade. And Attila, I want to ask you, like, what is that transition like going eighth to ninth grade? Not only when you fully are like, okay, everything, I'm healthy, like, I'm in the right mindset, but then what does that look like when there's a, a piece of you that's not what you thought it would be mm-hmm. going into those doors? And so, Tilly, as you made that transition from, like, you know, eighth to being a first-year student, um, what was some of the cool parts about it, but what were some of the things you're like, man, I wish somebody would have told me this? <laughs> Uh, well, a lot of people going from middle school to like high school, they get really nervous. Oh, like I'm going to get lost. I'm not going to know like what it's like or anything, but I really didn't seem that nervous. Like the only thing I was nervous for was figuring out the building, like where to go. But I was excited to get all these new classes, have all these new like opportunities and just starting sports, meeting new people. And yeah. So what's a piece of advice um, that you were given that you're like, okay, this helped me kind of as I walked, you know, as I kind of not just be my first year, but also as kind of as I go through life. And then what is something you wish you were told? Uh, well, going into it, I was told, like, be involved in everything you can. Yeah. And I took that to heart throughout the summer. I went to all the workouts, all the basketball training. And that was something I really loved, especially because not a lot of people went. So I got more one-on-one time, especially with the coaches, which helped me throughout the season. Um, But I wish I'd been told, um, like, how kind of difficult high school is, just managing all the classes, all the work, like, all the tests. But, yeah. Yeah, no, I think that sometimes they don't like, it's like, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. No, you've got to study, <laughs> you you know, you've got what, well, I don't know how many classes you have. I know different schools have with block schedule and things like that, but you can have seven, eight classes. And you talked about practices, other involvement, you got to have a social life. So, you know, you got to put that out on the calendar. So Addison, same thing, you know, what, what were some of the things going in? You talked to obviously about your journey going in, but what are some of the things you, what's something you were told that you're like, man, this was, I was really glad that either my mom or, you know, individuals in my life told me this. And then what is something you're like, man, I wish somebody would have told me this. I want to make sure others know this going into high school. I'm glad that people told me to like keep an open mind going into high school like mm. don't just because like your friends from middle school are doing something that you're not that doesn't mean that you can't do it I think that being yourself and being independent in high school is a good thing but also having like those friends around too is also good um I kind of wish someone kind of informed me about how to be a student and an athlete mm. like <laughs> that is something that yeah. I still struggle with to this day yeah. um I think it's really hard to like make sure that you have your schoolwork done, you get to practice, you do everything that you need to do for school, and then like you go either to your job or to um, hang out with your friends. And I think making sure, keeping that fine line between like student and athlete and making sure you're a student before an athlete. 
You know, that's great. You're here on 93.7 The Ticket on Bigger Than The Score with Peter Ferguson, and we're joined here with Tilly Ash, who's a scholar, athlete at North It was a great segue, Addison, right there. And Addison Olds, who's a uh, first-year student also at Lincoln Southeast High School. And you talked about, like, you wish people would have explained that more. And, and so, you know, what is, what is some advice that, you know, like I said, you would give some personal advice you would give to individuals. And I don't mean just at high school. I mean, we've got, you know, I, I give credit to DP and the whole station. I mean, they've got scholar athletes that come in here on a regular basis and do shows. And, and I would, I would be hard pressed to bet that they're still trying to figure it out. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. They're, they're having those same conversations on their weeknight shows about, about finding that balance between being a student, being an athlete, having that social life that that both of you talked about there in that segment so yeah it's it's an ongoing process no doubt and the fact that you guys are learning about it now and 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 kind of trying to find that balance now is going to set you up really well for the future because that's a it's a hard thing to to figure out so and and, and once you get behind on it yeah. <laughs> then then you're really trying to shovel your way back out so i'm glad you guys are both cognizant of that at this moment so, you know, you got, like I said, you got college athletes, you know, scholars listening, you got adults listening. What's a, what's a tangible piece of advice that you would give to somebody saying, okay, here's your first step in figuring this out? I think definitely, like, try your hardest not to procrastinate, like, no matter what you do. Because once you, like, even procrastinate just a little bit, like, you'll keep, it'll, the hole will get bigger. And, like, you'll keep doing wow. it. And thinking that oh yeah I'll do this later or like just give me a little bit and like then it ends up being two days and you're behind wow wow I think that procrastination thing because that's that's something for me um and I've thrived off of I like you know I love the pressure I love like okay boom boom we'll get it done I'll get it done and then I feel like okay my best work has done that but you're right like things can steamroll and you know oftentimes hear people say life happens and once life starts happening, like you can't control some of those things. Yeah. Like Father Time has always won. So great, Tilly. Same thing. Like, what's what's a piece of advice that you would throw to somebody? Uh, this is something that I personally live by, but it's to put like a hundred percent, put your best into everything you do, whether it's sports, work, schoolwork. It's just something that, like, if you put your best into it, you know it's gonna be like the best that you can do, mm. and it's gonna be looked high upon. No, that's and I like you said when you said put your best, your best, not somebody else's. And I think sometimes too many people like I, I've been listening to some of the post interviews because I haven't gotten to watch every game that I wanted to, and I'm still boycotting because Arizona um, got out. Sorry, I said I wasn't gonna. Go you were there. so close. You almost made it through <laughs> it just, the whole it segment. Just almost, almost, but I had to throw it out there. But you know, they they talk about like the coaches and the individuals and the speakers that I love talk about not being the best for somebody else, but being your best. And when you are your best, then you can be a value to other individuals. You respect people a certain way, you value them and you love them a certain way. And so, um, you know, I, I just, I loved what you said and how you kind of, how you put that forward. Well, we'll talk about um, mentors in your life. I know that's something that's big. And we talk about relationships matters um, for me. And so who who have been mentors in your life and kind of what role have they played? I always talk about those relationship A's, you know, somebody that provides you awareness, access, advocacy, assessed you a certain way or held you accountable. So who, Tilly, who have those who name one or two of those individuals um, in your life and what role have they played? Uh, well, I'd say my brother has definitely been a huge influence on me. He's 
like he plays golf and basketball so he's always either at the golf course or he's at the y and then he's always just like working hard for what he wants which i think that's like really influential and i like to use what he does and just yeah and a second one would i'd say definitely be you pete because you coached me throughout sixth through eighth grade and like you're uh like, you're just a great person, you know how to coach, you influence people, you, like, you know how it works, it just, you're a well, great person. Well, thanks, I, like, you guys keep doing that to me and get me choked up, you might have to take over. Uh, no, I, I, was, I was wondering like, if you were feeding them those well, lines I mean, beforehand. Well, I mean, Finmo's on its way over there, it's, you know, Ash, no, but, no, really appreciate it, and I, like I said, just to give you, you know, flowers and affirmation is, you know, it's real easy when you have people who engage, and, and you know, you talk about youth sports, and you talk about just opportunities, and, you know, one, you're a person who's, you were receptive um, to me, even when I wasn't at my best, and and so that always tells me a lot, but that's always appreciated, so it made me want to pour into others more, um, even your teammates or other individuals, but also your folks, you know, um, they got it, and so um, that, you know, I appreciate that comment, um, but you have been just as much a mentor to me as um, I was to you, so thank you for that. Addison, you you as well. No no pressure or anything because you got somebody <laughs> else in the studio that was like, saying, I was, no, I'm just saying. Um, I would definitely have to say my sister and my mom. Growing up with, like, a single mother, my mom has always been, like, looking out for, like, the, looking for the, out for the best. And my sister has definitely been the person that I could always confide in and just, like, tell my problems to. And um, she, we've played the same sports for most of our life but now going into high school like we really only play basketball and so being hopefully being on the same team with her will give us a better connection and I would probably have to say my basketball coach Dan Westling okay um he has definitely like given me opportunities and like made me become a basketball player that I didn't think I would ever be and Mm -hmm. He has made sure that I work hard when I step in that gym and that my I give my best throughout. I, I think that's cool when you talked about like giving your best throughout. And I think a lot of times people talk about hope. And they say, you know, I, I hope for you. I have hope for you. But the bottom line is they say, like, we need to, you know, hope's great. But when somebody believes in themselves – that means that they're truly, truly effective. And so when you talked about your coach and talked about Dan and you've talked about those other people in your life, like they have hopes for you and your mom has hopes for you, but, but it doesn't come through unless you have a belief in yourself. And so what are those things that um, make you change from like, I hope this happens to you went to like, I believe that I'm going to like, I'm special. Oh, what? Yeah, so what are, oh, sorry. <laughs> it was, was like, like, you're like, you just talking? No. Yeah, what, no. What are those things that trans, transferred you from, like, saying, okay, I have hopes that I'm going to be on a high school team. I have a hope that I'm going to be successful in soccer or whatever else to, like, I believe that I'm going to be pretty darn good. I think definitely, like, just, like, the support of people around me. Like, just, like, people believing me and, like, just keep on supporting me and, in everything I do, like, no, even if, like, they might not like it, they still support me, and they'll tell me when I'm, like, doing something wrong or just, like, not being who I should be. I think that that's a big factor. And and I, and I like that. I want to ask both of you a question. What does that support look like? 
And so I think sometimes we get a misnomer. And again, like I love having young people in here, whether they're in speech and debate or whether they're in athletics or extracurricular activities. You know, what does support from your peers look like? And then what does support need to look like from your parents? For me, for my parents, it's like they're taking me places, they're transporting me, and then they're going to all my stuff, like trap throughout the bad weather and everything, waking up at 5 a.m. and being there until 4. They're always there. They're always supporting, which is really helpful to me because I know they're there for me. I know they love me. Um, But for my peers, it's just, like, helpful comments, just being there. Um, Like, I'll have friends that don't really know anything about basketball and they'll be like okay I'm gonna show up and watch you and especially for the varsity games I'm like you know I don't play that much right they're like I'll come watch you sit bench I'll come watch you cheer on and I think that's just like really helpful to me and it's supportive awesome awesome um for me for peers I think it's really like um so like making sure I'm doing the right thing and like not badly influencing me because like especially being a student athlete like I have to I have to know the consequences of my actions before I do make the action. And so I especially love how when I'm thinking about doing something I should probably shouldn't do they're like Addison think about what you're doing and like the outcome that you'll have. And I also think for like my mom and like my family I think that supporting is like making sure I get to practices on time. Um, and just making sure that I, like, if I am not myself or, like, I'm feeling a little out of the weather, then they'll, like, check up on me or, like, make sure that I am feeling good or if I need something, then they'll ask. I think just that reassurance and making sure that I'm okay is a big factor. No, I, I think when you talked about that support and both of you talked about it, it's like making sure you're okay. I mean, Tilly opened up and I was like, she was like, I was like, man, people are like, I think she's talking about an Uber or Lyft. No, but, you know, in all honesty, it's it's your presence, you know, people's presence being there. And you talked about like at games or you talked about, you know, for you or just making sure that you're okay um, first and foremost. So, hey, you're on 93.7 to take it bigger than the score. We're going to go to a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about moments. Um, so what are some of those moments? magical those highlight moments that you've had in your first year as a, as a first year student at high school um, and we'll continue with Tilly and Addison on 93.7 The Ticket.